0: following is a presentation of main street media your source for news sports and information on main street in middle tennessee it's time for main street preps this week with your hosts russell vanozzi and tyler palmatier talking all things prep sports in the midstate. now here are your hosts russell and
1: tyler welcome in everybody this is russell Venosi with tyler palmit here for another episode of main street preps this week and we've got a fun show lined up today we're going to hit the top headlines from the week we're going to speak with Innsworth boys soccer coach travis fravel and we're going to look ahead to spring fling which is next week where all the spring sports state champions will be decided tyler you doing all right today
2: yep yeah, doing good let's uh Let's get ready for these last two wild weeks.
1: Oh man, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, let's start out with some headlines here. There's some some big news last week. You were you are all, all over the uh, the track records there from Mincy Stiff, and then uh, a day or so later, Reagan Grimes turned around and and won up there.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's I could say I'm all over it because um, it was actually pretty funny, you know. Uh, so Mincy Brentwood Academy's Mincy Stiff last week uh, she broke her own state discus record uh at 157 157 feet five inches um and you know she has broken that record several times in the last month and before she broke it it was a you know about a 37 year old record so you know you would think she might hold it for a while but you think uh, that's
1: safe but Ravenwood's
2: <laughs> who has a great pe- athletic pedigree in her family um she threw 161 feet seven inches about two days later so What's cool about this is I I think it's neat. One, when you see those two compete with each other, they're both in uh, obviously they're both going to school in Brentwood. They know each other. The throwers are all pretty close, but there's this interesting setup now before the state meet where um, both of them can break the state record again because Stiff practices at about 165 uh, per coach Steve Wade says and Grimes is probably in a similar boat. It's just one of those events where it's kind of like being at the driving range. You can blast a lot of balls, you know, way out there. But when you get to the tee box, it's a little different. It's you. It's very technical. You have to pull it all off. So that's going to be a really cool storyline, I think, at the state meet. Two kids from Brentwood that are trying to beat each other in the state uh, for the state record. Grimes, of course, will graduate. It's her one chance to grab it. Uh, Stiff very well might break it three, four more times before she graduates, she's, she's younger. So, uh, I don't know. It's a neat, it's a neat storyline.
1: Yeah. Some, some intrigue there to the field events for sure. And I can certainly confirm that the driving range is in fact different than, than the T box. The results are yep. night and day, unfortunately, at least on my yeah. end, but, um, Tyler the the region semifinals are in the books now for baseball soccer and softball and that uh is the Monday and Tuesday night where half the teams go home it's a pretty uh pretty devastating night for a lot of seniors and stuff but uh for the most part looking at all the brackets from those sports things kind of went according to plan but there were a couple let's call them maybe miniature surprises or maybe some not so surprising things as well that happened
2: yeah I would start with uh, I, I guess I'll go with the not surprising stuff um in soccer, you've kind of got a familiar uh, setup with Hendersonville advancing through to play Station Camp in a region final, Brentwood advancing through to play Franklin in a region final, Page advancing through to play Central in a region final. Um, those will obviously will be, you know, rematches between teams that are pretty familiar with each other. Um, and I mean, they're they're awesome. I mean, and, and I mean, Russell, you've been around longer than me. This happens all the time, very frequently between these schools. So not a surprise, but you know what? The way that the brackets are drawn up uh, in the TWSWA, I think it's neat that you get to see these teams play each other again. I really do. Uh, these are awesome soccer match- match-ups if, you, if you're aware of the tradition and the history of the sport around here. Uh, the coaching and the, the talent on the field is awesome between all six of those schools. So not a surprise, but still a lot to enjoy there with the, those six teams still alive.
1: Yeah, and you know, in some cases, the state tournament bracket might be big enough for both those teams. Coming out of each district, just the way that it lines up, they'll play in different sectionals, one on the road, one at home. So we'll see if any district can get two teams to, to the state tournament. That's always uh, um, a pretty neat thing to do if they can. Uh, but as far as some other sports, and, and like I said, these are more semi-surprises at best, but Centennial Baseball knocking off Summit in the region semifinals behind a just an amazing game from Eli Lamb. Uh, he went seven innings, three hits, one run, and ten strikeouts on the mound. Uh, he had a perfect game going until the bottom of the sixth. And I'll tell you what, I saw him pitch earlier this year. I, I went to go see A.J. Russell at Franklin, and he happened to be pitching against Eli Lamb. Didn't know who, who that was at the time, but man, this kid is 6'5". Uh, he can throw over 90 miles an hour already as a junior, and uh, you know, at that game where, where Russell was pitching, there was uh, several college and, and MLB scouts, and I think a lot of them were there to see A.J., and they ended up leaving uh impressed with Eli so uh Centennial probably has a chance to win any game that he's on the mound and I believe he will be eligible to pitch Friday with the, the three days rest so it'll be interesting to see if Centennial runs them out there in some in some capacity to try to get that win on Friday uh to maybe go to the state tournament for the first time in a while for them and then one other softball game that sort of stuck out I know Stewart's Creek's had a great season uh, but they were able to beat Siegel and Siegel has been kind of a mainstay in the state tournament these last few years. Last year, they were 36-3, and three, um, just real dominant. They fell off a little bit this year, and now um, they went home in the region semifinals, which to me, after getting kind of conditioned the last few years of seeing them in the state tournament bracket, that was a little bit surprising to me.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good call. That's a, That was a surprising result. That might have been the most surprising on the baseball, softball side, I think, uh, this year from, from what I could tell.
1: Yeah. There's just some ebbs and flows there with programs. So mm-hmm. Seagulls just slightly down this year, but uh, lastly, let's, let's tease. Let's give everybody a little tease here, Tyler, about spring fling. It's next week. We're going to talk about it at the end of the show, but man, what a fun week. This, it's coming up here for us and, and for everybody really involved in high school sports across the state.
2: Yeah, it's super unique. Um, not everybody, not every association does this like the, the TSSAA does. Um, it's very well run it's exciting it's a it's a great sporting event just period so looking forward to getting out there and we'll hit some of the highlights of that a little bit later for you but yeah should be fun
1: pack your sunscreen and your water oh for sure it's gonna be gonna be a long week but it's gonna be a fun one so uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back with Innsworth soccer coach Travis Fravel
0: This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome.
3: Trees along. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, R.A. Dickey. R.A., did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice.
0: <laughs> has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham,
3: Ryan McGee. <laughs> other guy in Wham married the best-looking girl Banana Panorama. so other guy in Wham had a pretty good life.
0: From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media Social platforms at 2 pm or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck Yes that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community Obviously yes then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. <laughs> we need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, well, we got a podcast for you. The Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble. Casey's Take-On Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange Sports Reporter Casey Patrick. The MSP North podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson counties to Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmettier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media, social platforms, and wherever you get your podcast now back to Main Street Preps this week your host Russell Venose and Tyler Palmatier
1: we're back and it's now time to welcome in Innsworth boys soccer coach Travis Fravel who joins us by phone now Travis you doing okay this morning
3: yeah guys thanks for having me I appreciate it
1: absolutely thanks thanks for being here and Travis, this is a little bit of, of an aside to start out, uh, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, but every time I see your name, I keep wanting to say travel because there's the the T in Travis and there's the ravel and fravel, and it's, it's taking all my power here to, to not accidentally say travel when I'm, when I'm saying your name.
3: Yeah, well, it's actually pronounced fravel, so um, going away from travel a little bit, but uh, a lot of times when I tell people how to spell it, I just say travel, but take out the T and put it in F. It's a lot
2: easier that way.
1: Okay, so we're going with Fravel then. Okay, that that helps a little bit. That's a better uh, way to
2: remember it. Um I mean, I you know, I looked at it and I saw Fravel. People are people are strange perfect. with the way they pronounce things and I've never been good at it. So, uh ap- Apologies I Travis, hey. Yeah, I'd say about 90% of
3: the people say Fravel, so you're all good.
1: So Fravel. All right. Well, either way, Travis, it's been a breakout year for your team and uh just looking at the results, I mean, the the ties against CPA, Father Ryan, and NBA really stand out. Those are some traditional Nashville soccer powers. I mean, do you guys feel like you can compete with anybody at this point?
3: Uh, we really do. We're, we have a lot of confidence in our program right now. The way we've been playing, the way we've been training, it's at a very high level. We, we feel like what we were able to do this year and, and what we've been able to accomplish so far, we're just not done. And, and we feel like at this point, we can compete with everyone and Look forward to the next opportunity to play at Father Ryan on Friday.
2: Hey Travis, this is Tyler. Um, the The Ensworth program was something of a project in the beginning, uh, but right kind of around the time you got there, what convinced you to take that on after you were serving as the an associate head coach at Belmont?
3: Yeah, I mean. I knew the head of school here, David Bramer, coached his daughter in club and had a good relationship with him, and just through talking to him, and he really just encouraged me. It was more of like, called me up and encouraged me to meet with the athletic director, Ricky Bowers, so I drove here, just met with him, and the more I was on campus, and the more I talked to people, it felt like a, an amazing opportunity, amazing fit, and I, I never saw myself I used to coach high school soccer before moving to Nashville, and I didn't see myself going back to that level. But but certainly an eye-opening experience for me, and it's been a great opportunity. And if I'd have known now what I know, um, I probably would have done it a lot sooner. This has been a great fit for me and, and my family, and certainly being able to grow this program with the resources that's been provided and the support we have it here at Endsworth has, has been great and tremendous.
1: And this turnaround that you guys have enjoyed happened pretty quickly because this is really only your second full season uh, there at Innsworth with, you know, COVID having canceled that 2020 season. Um, how were you able to get the team up to this level so quickly? I think, the,
3: you know, the first season I got in here, I was just around campus. I was meeting with a lot of people, trying to establish myself, and especially with the, with the players, the students, and, and the athletes around campus, and the very first year, yeah, it was canceled to COVID, but we were making a really good push. I, I'm really bummed that that season didn't happen. I think you just saw a turnaround maybe in year one. We just got the better athletes. We had the right pieces. We, I think we were going to be pretty successful. We were able to play one exhibition in which we did really well, and, and I think we would have had a good run at it. And then, then last year, it's a little bit different of a year with COVID and everything, and, and we were really young. We had one senior last year, and if you look at results, we were competing with everyone that just wasn't going quite our way. And we were just so youthful that I think it's happened over time. You just haven't really realized it because we had a suspended season. And then last season doesn't look like it was as good, but everyone on the team from last year to this year has really improved. And then we've added a few more key pieces that has really helped us uh, of incoming players. And, um, but the growth of the players from last year to this year is, is what's certainly helped make that change.
2: Travis uh, Father Ryan coach uh, Robin Dietrich is one of the the longest tenured soccer coaches around here you know, 10 state championships. How well do you two know each other if at all and and what have you learned about his the team he's got this year?
3: yeah certainly if you, if you're involved in soccer in this area you know who Robin is there's no question. when I was at Belmont I, I recruited players from him. I coached several players in club soccer that went to father Ryan. He's definitely a staple and somebody that's been around this area, been around the game, and been very successful. So, to know soccer in this area, you got to know who Robin Dietrich is, and uh, he's very successful for a reason. He's very good at it, and um, certainly been watching a lot of his games and watching how he does things and trying to trying to learn from him too. You know, and um, how do we get better? We learn from better people, and how do we improve our program here? Is you got to take people like Robin Dietrich and see what they're doing well and try to learn a little bit from them.
1: And as a follow-up to that, you guys were able to battle father Ryan to a draw earlier in the year. And of course you're going to rematch with them uh, this week. Is there anything from that, that match earlier in the season that um, might help you this week as you're, as you're trying to get to the state tournament or the state final four, I should say.
3: Yeah, certainly. I, I, I've watched them play a couple times this year and then rewatched our game film just two days ago from the, from the game and they, they're doing a good job. And I think they've gotten better since our game. they got a few key players back and uh, watch those game films of, of who they've gotten back and where they're plugging them. But if you watch our film from our game, we created a lot of great scoring opportunities. We had chances to win the game and chances to win it late. And we, we missed two breakaways that could have sealed the game um, in the last five minutes of the game. And I think we're creating opportunities And really, we just want to put ourselves in an opportunity to win the game. We give ourselves chances, and we put ourselves in the right spot and have opportunities to finish and win the game. That's what we're looking for here, looking to compete and and create those opportunities.
1: And looking at your team here, the the scoring really starts with Christopher DiCamillo. He leads the way with 16 goals and seven assists. That's a a big step up for him this year as a junior. Uh, I guess why has he been able to enjoy so much success uh, there at the top?
3: Yeah, I mean, if you look at last year, we scored eight goals total last year. We gave up 30. <laughs> so there's a switch around. Chris has doubled our goal scoring just by himself. And um, he scored 16, seven assists, like you said. It's not all him. He, he's improved tremendously. He's on another level. He's a handful to deal with. There's no mm-hmm. question. But you got to look at what's around Parker Wainwright comes in as a senior. He's played soccer before, but he's never played at Ensworth. He's always played baseball. A basketball guy would go play baseball in the spring well he came out this year to play soccer and and he's picked up a big load he has seven seven goals seven assists and him surrounded with chris is taking attention off of chris a little bit and then we have an eighth grader that we pulled up terrence reynolds who is a playmaker pulls a lot of strings for us in the attack and his ability on the ball certainly grabs a lot of people's attention which pulls it off of chris Mm -hmm. and um, but anytime Chris gets the ball, you know something can happen. You know you're going to get an opportunity. He's electrifying. He's fun to watch. He's dynamic. So having him certainly changes the program. But pieces around him are are helping him.
2: Yeah, right. Right along those lines, Travis. You read my mind. Parker Wainwright, seven goals this season. What what can you say about Parker? He's one of your seniors who uh, has has is going to leave having helped get this program going is that right has he been with you from the start
3: parker no Parker just joined us this year
2: okay um, awesome how, do, how can you tell us how he, he kind of came to the program and what he's brought yeah so
3: he was always plays basketball starter on the basketball team and then in the spring he usually goes and plays baseball and i think he just wasn't getting the amount of reps in baseball was kind of just on the team um, it's kind of hard to go without playing baseball a year and then go and hit 80 mile per hour fastballs w- without practicing it all year. So I think he didn't get as much playing time in, in baseball, and he was like, "Well, I, I think I should give soccer a try." And we just had it started talking. I knew who he was, obviously from on campus, and it's been an amazing fit for us. He he's a great athlete. He works his tail off, but he just does his job really well, and and probably. We'll put it out soon on our Instagram, but we're looking the fans to vote goal of the year. And in my opinion, he has the best goal of the year for us against CPA. It's a great goal. He scores great goals. He scores at the most opportune opportunities, and um, he certainly can change games. Goals change games, and he certainly has the ability to do that.
2: Oh, hold on. Uh, you're, I gotta, you're telling me that he played baseball for three years and he, come, he came over the soccer team.
3: That's correct. Yep, This is his first year coming to the soccer program.
2: Wow. So did he play as a – did he play – I assume he probably played competitively as a kid, right, or, or something like that? He, he played at the middle
3: school. He played on the middle school team.
2: Um, he might have played like YMCA rec league when he was really
3: young, but no, no real club experience. Um, yeah, and it's, it's crazy to think of what he's been able to accomplish with without a high-level training and, and doing it all year long he certainly helped change the program in that regard. I, a lot of respect for him and, and what he's been able to do for
2: us. That is incredible, Travis. thats I'll, I'll be honest, Russell, I—I don't. that's one of the sport changes. Uh, every now and then you hear about a kid who comes mm-hmm. out for football his senior year. and But that's a pretty rare sport change uh, for a senior. I haven't heard about many of those, uh, especially with that kind of uh, productivity behind it. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, just yeah, goes to I show you that agree. talent – Talent acquisition can start in the hallways, apparently, huh, Travis?
3: That's right. That's right. Yep. Getting <laughs> to know the students and having a good relationship with them, and it's all about being relational and, and making sure what they know they're going to give here is is we're going to demand a lot out of them, demand their best. But um, that's what our program's built around is, is being relational and, and making sure they're going to have a good experience. So I think people like Parker Wayne coming out for the first year will certainly open other students' eyes on campus and, and realize, oh, maybe I can go make a difference in soccer.
1: Well, Travis, congrats on all, this, all the success so far this year. We're looking forward to seeing how that Father Ryan matchup plays out on Friday, and uh, we wish you the best of luck.
3: Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to the game. I think it'll be a great game, a great
1: matchup. All righty. Well, we're well, looking forward to that one, too, and that has been Innsworth coach Travis Fravel. I think I got that right this time, Tyler. We appreciate all his time, and man, what a, what a fun uh, tournament that's going to be to see who can get to Spring Fling. Um, I'm still trying to get
2: over the fact that they've got a kid who's a three-year baseball player who's their second-leading scorer, but maybe I can dig into that later.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we're coming back in just a minute after this break with some Spring Fling talk.
0: Welcome back to Main Street Preps this week. Once again, your hosts Russell Venose and Tyler here
1: You know, Tyler, I, I really am excited about this this upcoming week because spring fling to me. Uh, I know it's hot. I know it's been a long school year and everything for for everybody, but it's really one of the most fun weeks of the entire year. And there's so much going on. It's all concentrated in one place. Um, I mean, I to me, I mean that's it's such a good way to cap off off the air and uh, I look forward to every every year so I'm excited there's tons of great things to look forward to and and let's just let's just start there I mean what, what are some things that you're uh kind of got your eye on for this coming week For I should say next week
2: yeah well I should say before I I kind of like I touched on earlier I think it's really it's just a well I think it's a cool event you know it's all in Murfreesboro everything is sort of in one place. I mean, you do have to do some driving around if you're going to really go to every sport or if you're going to try and be at a lot of different things. But it's all in one city. That's, you know, that's pretty rare. This stuff can be pretty spread out. When you're talking about four classes and two private school divisions, I mean, you could spread that out across an entire state region, you know, and they found a way to really pretty much get it all done in Murfreesboro. And then conduct it Tuesday through Friday to where, you know, everybody, regardless of what you're doing gets, you know, you finish that up and then you're on Memorial day holiday, you know, after a crazy week, it's just sort of a, it's really neat. I mean, it's a cool way to finish off your high school season and it's, it's well done. I mean, we've got a media work room, uh, we're accommodated. Well, I think the athletes are accommodated well. So let's kind of start there. It's an awesome, it's a well-run sporting event, which, uh, if you, go to enough of them you know that not every not every fitness well run and that goes yeah. for every level i mean a guy walked into the super bowl a few years ago so i mean it's not easy <laughs> to run events um but i look forward to i mean i love spring fling you're outside i really love the track um i mean it's all fun you can't beat postseason baseball or softball too but i love the track and there's some uh interesting records beyond just the stiff grimes race um Ariana Reed, the 400 meter uh, runner from Hillsborough, who's signed with UAB, uh, she believes the state records in reach there for her. Uh, Barryon Brown at Pearl Cone, uh, he believes those state records are are in reach for him. Uh, it's really fun to see. Track is such a a peak sport, you know. You talk about peaking at the right time. Nobody tries to peak at the right time more than the runners because they kind of only have so much large enough reservoir of energy and strength to kind of get to a a state record push like that. So that could be just a really interesting meet. I mean, records fall at every meet, but uh, when you talk about state records and especially records like, you know, the hundred, I mean, uh, those are, those are fun to watch fall. Um, And I think kind of on the baseball softball side, I, I think there's a lot of intrigue. Let's talk about baseball. I love what's going on in division two russell with uh, the area teams we have cpa nba lipscomb obviously the state semifinals are not big enough for all three of them but i'm interested to see what cpa will do and then how the winner of that nba lipscomb series will do you've probably got more thoughts on that than me you've covered division two baseball a little more uh thoroughly than i have
1: yeah well man that that nba lipscomb series that that's probably gonna be a toss-up there um We'll see, Well, we'll say it seems like Lipscomb's kind of been living on the edge, both of their series to get here, both went to three games. Um, so on one side of the coin, you think, well, are they kind of on their last leg? But on the other, it's like, hey, they've already been in those high-pressure situations uh, while NBA, you know, has kind of been sitting at home, kind of just practicing and sitting around thinking about it. So, uh, you know, there's probably pros and cons to both of those situations. And then CPA, another team that's kind of uh, had to sit around for about 10 days, welcome in Macaulay. I mean, that's, that's a team that's regularly there in the mix and in the final four. So not going to be an easy task. Went to uh, last year, knocked them out. Yeah. Yeah, they sure did. And then when you look at the division two single a side, you've got, um, I feel a little bit better about the past. there. really good past year. And uh, Grace Christian Academy and Franklin uh, are both set up well to, to get to the final four. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of intrigue with that private school baseball. I mean, it's, I think it's especially strong here this year. It's it's been strong for a while, but but this year when you just look up and down those lineups, I mean, just about all those teams have multiple Division One commitments, if not a whole slew of them. So uh, a lot of talent there. Um, And you know, something else. I think it's
2: interesting too. Sorry, Russell, but uh, go ahead. The Lipscomb NBA took the regular season series from Lipscomb. Lipscomb took its regular season series from CPA, uh, and belief and then CPA goes and wins the middle region title, you know? So it's really mm-hmm. kind of like a round Rob. I mean, it's just very well played, you know what I mean? Uh, I think for us, that's cool, but sorry to interrupt. I was just going to slip that. Yeah. In. If
1: you're, I mean, if you're looking to see baseball with few errors, good pitching and timely hitting, I mean, that's, those are kind of some of the yeah, teams you want to go see. It's good not, not, not yeah. No disrespect to any other teams around here, but it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a high quality of play. Um, but, you know, another thing I was thinking about when when you're talking about CPA, um, you talked about Barry and Brown earlier. It's kind of neat, like, like Langston Patterson, you know, Vanderbilt football signee, he's still here. He's playing. I, he's been hurt, um, so I'm not sure what his status is. But it's just neat to see these, these guys who are big football signees sticking around for their last semester. I know so many guys enroll early. That's, of course, going to become even a bigger topic with all the NIL stuff. I mean, you know, I was here yesterday on the radio, they were talking about kids skipping their entire senior year and just going straight to college, which is – Crazy, but uh, it's it's neat that you know these guys like Brown and Patterson have stuck around to see this through and to see their other sport um, through and to try to try to win another state title here in their kind of their last final days as a high school athlete. Yeah, super cool.
2: I mean, doesn't happen all the time. And you know, I was looking through uh, TWSWA released. Uh, they were celebrating multi-sport athletes, I think. But there's a few more five-sport athletes out there than you would think. Um. And that's pretty cool. That's, and it's also not easy to do. That's, I, you know, that's a lot of stuff to be involved in. Um, but to, kind of to hit softball for a second, I was going to mention, you know, this probably, I don't know how much my coverage will intersect with this. This is probably going to be going out to our, our buddy, uh, Tommy Brian, but who knows? We haven't figured that out. Uh, I'm interested to see what Wilson central softball will do. 34 and 10. um, Possibly, you know, one of the best pitchers in the area, at least one of the most, if not the most effective Kylie Pitzer, um, uh, university, of Louisiana signee, uh, always fun when a dominant softball team just has an ace on the mound. Uh, sometimes those girls can just power you straight through to a state championship. So, uh, that's where my intrigue lies. Haven't seen that, that particular team out there, but haven't been following along. Uh, I think that'll be an interesting thing on the softball side to see, Either way, uh, pack your uh, pack your carbs and your proteins and your sunscreen and your water because it's that kind of a week. You know, we're gonna be outside a lot, and uh, it's kind of a physical grind for us sports riders. So, uh, but we're we're experienced, Russell. We know how to do this.
1: Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to turning this uh, pale office light tan into maybe a real tan, uh, <sighs> and, and maybe a little burned by the end of that week. But. Anyways, we uh, we're gonna wrap things up here. We appreciate you joining us, and of course stay tuned to mainstreetpreps.com all this week and all of next next week we're gonna be hitting these spring sports championships um, all all across the region. So so stay tuned for that.
0: This has been Main Street Preps This Week with your hosts Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmateer. Follow them online at Mainstreetpreps.com for complete coverage of Spring Fling next week at Mainstreetpreps.com and always on Twitter at Main Street Preps. Main Street Preps this week is a Main Street Media production.